Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon, and in the house today, something a little bit different. It was a slow movie week, uh, the past Friday the 13th. Surprisingly, not a lot of big releases out that we haven't yet discussed already, uh, or that had maybe like limited releases. But I did see Anatomy of the Fall, but that doesn't get a wide release until later in October. And so we want to save that conversation for when more people can watch it. So it was a slow movie weekend. And that happens sometimes. And so what we're going to do for this episode is something a little bit special. In about 30 seconds or a minute or whenever I stop talking, this episode will transition into our Patreon-exclusive episode on 2002's The Ring. It's spooky season. It's horror movie season. We thought, why not share with the public an episode that our patrons already heard and have already experienced with the public. Now you guys get to hear our, our kind of d- dissection and discussion and uh, a lot of jokes about 2002's Ring, a movie that we think, well, I won't tell you what I think. We're, why not just listen to yourself? So uh, next week we will return with a, a normal episode, uh, an episode on Killers of the Flower Moon. It's already been recorded. It's, it's in the queue. Uh, but right now, please enjoy this episode on Gore Verbinski's The Ring. And if you like this episode, you want to check out uh, more horror exclusives or other Patreon exclusive episodes, check out our Patreon. There's a lot that we offer. Um, But if you can't, don't worry about it. We just appreciate you being here. Have a good day, everybody. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. Welcome to the House of Horrors podcast. I am your host, Sydney Volpe. Uh, joining me today, Joe Sicky Aragon. I am barely Joe. sick, but yes, I am. Wow, what an intro for your first time opening a podcast. That was very good. Thank you. Were you somewhat I, mocking a- me or no? I, well, not. It was an homage. Homage. That's uh, I, a better I word. I was not mocking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe is sick, and so he suggested that I lead the episode today. Or, or Joe, I, I don't want to. I don't want to throw words like sick around. Joe's voice is a bit strained today. It's strained. I feel so like he suggested. Like yes. I feel healthy. I feel like I can, I can take a jog, but my voice has taken a toll, and it, it's oh. definitely a little bit deeper, a little bit more hoarse. Maybe it's perfect for this episode on the ring. I don't know. On the ring. So yes, in the house today. <laughs> my bad. My we're bad. Discussing <laughs> gore. <laughs> yeah, if I'm gonna lead it, let me fucking lead That's it. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, the ring, the 2002 American remake of the Japanese horror film Ringu, uh-huh, uh-huh. directed by Gore Verbinski. Gore, the gore um, man. The gore man. And uh, I don't have any of the <laughs> background info about this movie oh. on my outline. <laughs> well, the first question I usually ask is, uh, what's your first memory with this movie, Sydney? Oh, okay. So we can start with that. Well, Joe, what's your first memory with this movie? Actually, I don't know really very much about your relationship to this movie. So I'm excited to hear it. The Ring came out 2002. I was 12 years old. This is like prime time of like this is like a teenage spooky movie you go see with all your friends in 2002 except i didn't see it because i was too scared i was 12 years old 
I was not ready for that kind of trauma, I guess you can say. But enough people had told me about it where I was like, this sounds like the scariest movie that's ever been made. Why would I ever go watch this? When you were 12? I was 12 years old. By the time I finally watched The Ring, I was probably 16 years old. And even at 16, I was like, shit, man, that was kind of intense. I'm glad I didn't watch it at 12. But I don't know. I think people sleep on The Ring a lot. What's your story? Good question, because when we decided we were going to do The Ring, I hadn't really thought much of it. But once I went to sit down and watch it, I was like, oh, no, I am so scared right now. And I texted Joe that my sister and her husband were like, texting me shitty stuff like your husband sent seven days and sent me a gif of like tv static and then joe sent me a voice memo i did i did it said you will die in seven days but you you Um, got it in the morning so you're safe yeah exactly i didn't see it until the next day after i'd already experienced the trauma but yeah this movie is the movie for me and i don't think about it that often but I've I've talked a lot on here about how like my mom showed us horror movies a lot when I was younger, when I was probably way too young. The Ring was the one that made me like lose a lot of sleep as a kid that I probably watched it when I was like 10, younger. Mm. Um so yeah, I went to turn it on and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm actually deathly afraid right now." And so no uh, saying creepy shit during this episode. No, no seven days. Okay, okay. No seven days. <laughs> I text you this er- um, you know, while I was watching it, and I'm curious. You know, I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm curious. While rewatching it, did you think it was still that scary, or did you find it to be a little bit more tame, a little bit less scary? I mean, we're older naturally. We're more, we're braver now as a uh, adults. But did you find it to be less scary at all? Not really. And I know I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but oh, I don't even know what you think about this movie at all. I mean, I really like um, it. I, th- I think actually when I finished watching it uh, two days ago, Monday, I can't remember when I watched it. I was like, this shit slaps. I don't know. I, I feel like people kind of make fun of it. And I get it. It was this phenomenon in the early 2000s. But it's a really well made horror movie. And I, I find myself really loving it. Joe, I think it might be a masterpiece. Whoa. I don't know if I'm throwing masterpiece around, but I'm throwing, I'm thinking four stars. I'm thinking four stars. That, amazing. Yeah. At least. At, at minimum Yeah, four this stars. movie's really good. Yeah, I was, well. Oh, I'm so glad you agree. We have Letterboxd later, but I was reading some of the reviews and some of them I'm like, man, you are, you have no taste. We used to be a proper country who liked movies like this and- now people sometimes I think take things for granted. Like, I would kill if we got a ring in twenty twenty three. I would kill for one. Right. Instead, we're getting Exorcist Believer, which I haven't even seen, but I've seen enough reactions. Woof. <laughs> yeah, I actually lowered my rating for that today. Oh no! What what is that now? Two mm. out of five. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like it's tough. It's one tough. to twos all day, so you're not like alone in that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, all right, all right. Yeah, I mean, I had the same thought going through letterbox ratings. Just, I feel like, yeah, this, uh, this is a, one of those horror movies that kind of gets dismissed. Like, it gets a reputation, and then people don't really try to engage with it when they eventually get around to it. And it's like, oh, okay, like, it's slow and it has Twilight cinematography mm. and. Uh, you know, it's kind of silly at times or whatever. Do you, is, do you think that's why people don't take it seriously? Because it has like 
that green filter on the whole time because it's a kind of a sillier concept. Because I'm trying to figure out why people don't take this one seriously. Um, is Scary Movie 3 to blame? Well, maybe it is. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I have thoughts on that. Could be Scary Movie 3. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think that's a really good conversation to have. But do we want to do basic info first? All right. I do have the basic info, so I will do that section. Here we go. Released October 18th of 2002, directed by Gore Verbinski. Sydney, can you remind the people, what is what, is, what has Gore Verbinski directed in his past? <laughs> what kind of movies has he directed? I'm so glad you brought it up because once I uh, looked at his filmography, like, you know, getting the info for this, I was like, oh, that Gore Verbinski <laughs> of like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and like Rango. Rango. <laughs> and then he just did The Ring. Anything else no- notable from him? I haven't seen A Cure for Wellness, but he did that. Oh, that's right. A Cure for Wellness. Oh my God, Joe, you would love it. So, we should cover it at some point. I think so too. People have said it's pretty good. Um, that was his last movie in 2016. It's been eight years since we've seen Gore Verbinski. Where's Gore Verbinski at? Where are you, Gore? Where's he at? This is why the horror genre is so lackluster right now. Come back, Gore. Do you think he's like making his comeback for the new Pirates movie with Margot Robbie? Oh, I doubt it. I don't know where Gore is at. I miss Gore, but uh, it's been a long time. He he obviously did some good banger movies, but whether he'll make another horror movie or not, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Here's your cast. Naomi Watts plays Rachel Keller. Martin Henderson plays Queen. Noah Clay. David Dorfman plays Aiden Keller, the young kid. Davy Chase plays Samara Morgan, the Samara. Oh, wow. Logan Roy, a.k.a. Brian, Co- Brian Cox, plays <laughs> Richard Morgan. Sharon Cochran plays Anna Morgan, the mom who's like in the video. Uh, Jane Alexander plays Dr. Grasnick, and Lindsay Frost plays Ruth. I don't know who Ruth is. I wrote it down. Don't know who it is. Ron Tomato score. Here's your consensus. You ready? I'm ready. With little gore and a lot of creepy visuals, the ring gets under your skin thanks to director Gore Verbinski's haunting sense of atmosphere and impassioned performance from Naomi Watts. What are you thinking? That's it? That, that's oh. it. That's it. It's pretty positive. I think I might have asked... That is pretty positive, and I think I accidentally got a little sneaky peeky. That's, oh, that's mostly okay. left my memory. I but I think maybe the rotten the critic score is like seventy six percent. Okay, audience. And I I remember the audience score is maybe lower, like in the sixties. I'll go like sixty eight percent. Well, the critic score you were close seventy one percent, a little lower oh. than that, but seventy one is fresh. Audience score, 48%, Sydney. What? The audience, not ring fans. Less than half of them think it's good. Less than half. Tasteless. Here's some of the comments I wrote down. You ready? Yeah. Biggest waste of time. I'd give it half a star if I could. Only only one minor jump scare. The rest, bollocks. (laughs) I am pissed off. Bollocks. Bollocks. I'm crawling out of my skin with <laughs> anger. I can't take it. This film is so bad, I might jump down a well myself. <laughs> are you sure you don't, like, make these up? No, I swear to God, these are real. Wow. Thoughts on that? I wonder if they ever did. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, the other one I wrote down was, 
This is what it says in verbatim. Sucks rings ring emoji. 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 I'm going to post this comment in the Patreon so people believe me. Sucks rings ring emoji. Lip lip emoji. What's Among Us backwards? Sug on my rings. But also PG-13. No, it's not. Wait, what? I have I have no idea. Uh, but anyways. Wow, that's cryptic. That was one of the comments left. But your thoughts on the fact the audience is, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier, but is it shocking to you that less than 50% of the people think it's good? I guess I can't say it's shocking. It is a bit disappointing. And it's interesting to see someone say like barely any jump scares because I feel like now we're saying there's too many jump scares, you know? Maybe audiences will just never be satisfied. Is it surprising to you? It is surprising to the extent that low. There is a happy medium with jump scares, right? Like there's, you know, you can have a good amount, but still build tension and have a good story. I don't mind this movie doesn't have jump scares, though. It like doesn't bother me. It's creepy enough for the entire duration where like I'm I don't need a jump scare to feel scared. And I'm surprised that that's what people want out of this movie. So it's like half surprising, half not. Yeah, I agree. Like there are some very disturbing moments, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a jump scare. All right. So let's move to IMDb facts. You ready? (laughs) I am ready. You can go first. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. You go, you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, you go. (laughs) On its first week of release in the US and Canada, Select Cinemas put actual copies of the cursed tape on seats for unsuspecting viewers as freebies. The curse video is now available as an Easter egg feature on the DVD. My question to you, if you went to see this movie in theaters and had the VHS tape, you know, the movie hasn't started yet, so you you know picked it up and you're like, okay, put it in your purse. Would you take it home after the movie? Oh, no. I, we've kind of had conversations like this. I don't fuck with that. Really? Not even videotapes? I don't videotapes. think I would. Would you, would you take it? No, I would not. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't fuck with that either. <laughs> it's like Ouija board is it's like number one. It. I won't mess with that. But like a videotape? Nah, I'm good. I don't need to watch that. I don't think I'll even ever get it on physical if it has it. Like, it, like how like if you play the cursed video on the DVD, it like won't let you pause it Oh my it God, yeah. Is that your fact? Can you, can you say that as your fact so we can talk about it? Um, I think I, let's see, the cursed video is available as an Easter egg on the DVD. Select look here and press down and your cursor will disappear. Press enter. This has an interesting feature. Your remote control is disabled. Once the video has started playing, you can't stop it, pause it, fast forward it, or return to the menu. Unless you turn off the TV, you're forced to watch the whole thing. When it's over, the DVD returns to the menu then you hear a phone ring twice before you, you're given control over your remote again. Fuck that. That's amazing. Fuck that. Why don't <laughs> why don't people like why aren't DVDs and Blu-rays like that anymore? I don't know, I know. We used to be a proper country. Exactly. We were a proper country in two thousand two. Fun little fun little games. It's because they don't hire people to do fun stuff like that because no one's buying the DVDs anymore. That's so upsetting because this this is a are. fucking cool pick uh, cool feature to have. I would never yeah. do it, and I'd be well, so... Well, I know. I don't want it. I'd be so upset <laughs> if I accidentally clicked it. That being said, <laughs> my question to you is this. 
we've established we won't do Ouija boards. We won't watch a VHS tape that's cursed. What is what is your limit? Like, what is the line you draw? W- would you go in the bathroom and say Candyman five times? Um, no, I've I, I've said before I would never do Bloody Mary. Okay. I would not do Candyman. Okay. What is my limit? Where, yeah, where is the line know, drawn? I don't know if I want to engage in any like rituals. I would go to haunted places. Okay. But I'm not gonna, you know, open up the door. Okay. Or just do anything that is supposed to open up a door. Because if it's true, well, for it's all for what? Yeah, for clout, and then you're dead. Yeah, for shits and gigs. Okay. What's what's your limit? Would you do? Oh, so you said no Ouija board. No Ouija board. No VHS tape. No. Uh, I would do like a tarot card reading. Sure. Okay. I would Me not too. do Candyman five times in the mirror. I would not yeah. do Bloody We've Mary. We've already said it too many times. This is true. We've said it too many times. Uh, I won't. I won't say Bloody Mary. I won't do the Bloody Mary. Um, I like. I'll go to a psychic and do tarot card reading and and like palm reading, and that is as far as I'll go. As much as I'm like tempting the spirit realm or the other world or the who knows what, that's as far as I'll go. We're getting too deep into this. I'm yeah, like we're getting behind me. We're, I know, right? <laughs> like, uh, okay, let's move on. Um, I think we're on the same page. Did you have any other IMDb facts? I did not. Did you? Um, let's see what I have. I thought it was cool that until Stephen King's It, the the remake in 2017, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with a total worldwide gross of over $249 million. That's wild. It's wild that, that It has wild. passed it. And It was rated R, and It made like $700 million worldwide, something crazy like that. Yeah, It was so popular. I mean, the first one was good. I get it. I get it. And mm. I also had uh, on the note of the cinematography... For the choice of the film's color, it was decided that everything was to be tinged with the color green to give the film a sickly, unnatural feeling. Sets were also lit in a way that none of the characters have a shadow to create an almost unconscious sense of creepiness. I thought that was cool. I did not notice that Mm. while I was watching it all. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. And you know, for everybody who complains about the tint, the filter, the green tint to the movie... I, I love it. I think it does give this movie such a weird, sickly feeling, which yeah. is exactly what I want while watching this. I don't want to feel... I mean, Seattle is already so dreary. Like, it's, it's fun it's, it's <laughs> fun that it's, it has this green hue to it. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I can't believe you're, you're going to Seattle. I am going to... I'm weird, going... Weird timing happened. To, to the place of the ring. I'll take a ferry. Hopefully, there's no horses on the ferry, and I'll go to an oh island. God. We'll talk about the horses. <laughs> Let's talk about them now. Let's talk about top three, bottom three. You ready? I'm ready. You do your top three first, and I'll do my top three. Okay. It was so hard to pick. It's it's. I think top three, bottom three is good because you're really forced to pick what you like. But I might have four. Okay. Um, that's allowed. I love the first face scare with the girls um, in the room. With the girls and when the first, you know, you get the cold open. I just love, I love the whole cold open, but of the two girls with the tape and, and one of them, you know, the, the whole curse com- comes true. You see the funeral, which is actually actually the main character's uh, niece who died. 
um, the mom just goes, I think it's, I saw her face. And then it just flashes to like that demented ring curse face like that they get. Like twisted face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's great. It's gnarly. It's gnarly. I love that moment, even though it's terrifying. Um, I also like the twist of when they they finally, you know, help Samara and set her free and she comes home. You have and set me free. Tells- the evil has now died. <laughs> exactly. And she goes home and she tells her son, Aiden, and he's like, you're not supposed to help her. It's and you're best. like, what? I forgot about that. Did you forget about that? Completely. Completely. When the last like, like oh 30 minutes of this movie, I was like, what is, how does this end again? Like, how do they beat her? And then you find out like, oh, she helped her and f- that, that fucked everybody over. And like, essentially the way they stay alive is by fucking people over for the rest of their life. Literally. That it's is so wild. Bleak. It's so bleak. And I feel like... Be- a lot of people forget the ending to this movie. Yeah, I totally agree. And I wonder why, because I think my third one was... I know uh, why. Oh, why? This is the consequences of Scary Movie 3. I'm telling you right now. This is the consequence <laughs> of Scary Movie 3. I Can I confess that I didn't... I told Joe I was going to go back. I've seen Scary Movie 3, and I've seen the Samara clip a million times, but I never went back and watched it to wow. prepare for this that's okay and yet now you saying that there is a part in it right where it's like yeah at the end it's like well she goes like you set me free you defeated the evil you set me free and she's like really she's like no and then someone hits her with like a <laughs> shovel and, and she falls back into the well and it, that's basically how like they kill her but then like it it's obviously the aliens from signs are there and they're like Oh, we were just here because of Samara. Like, it's like a whole fucking thing. <laughs> and they're like, we're peeing with their fingers. So you kind of forget about it pretty quickly. Right. So you're saying that this is imprinted in everyone's brain, that it had this kind of like neat little bow tie ending of them, like defeating her yeah. in some way. I think people remember Scary Movie The Mandala effect. Not- exactly. People don't re- The what effect? The Mandala effect? Why are you saying it like that? What is it? The Mandela effect? Mandela effect? Yeah. After famous... Is this a Mandela effect? Famous leader Nelson Mandela. Is it? Yes. I oh, I didn't know that. I can't tell if you're fucking with me. Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not fucking with you. I didn't know that it was named after him. Yeah. So back in the 90s... So here's a little... Here's a history lesson for you and the listeners. Back in the 90s, when the internet wasn't prevalent uh, or non-existent, uh, for a long time... When Nelson Mandela was in prison, he eventually got out and became president. But for some reason, a story went around that Nelson Mandela died in prison and hundreds of people were under the impression, just like fake news, like, oh, Nelson Mandela died in prison, but that never happened. So that's kind of where it stems from. What? Okay. So it's literally Nelson Mandela. Literally Nelson Mandela. Wow. The more you know. The more you know. Anyways. Okay. Um, then it's a Mandela effect <laughs> for the ending of The Ring. It is the Mandela effect. People just remember Scary Movie 3. They remember it ends funny in like a, like you said, bow tie way. But the ending of this movie is incredibly bleak. It's like it's kind of fucked up. It's very fucked up, but I think that's what makes it so good. I agree. I agree. It's, it's why I like the movie even more. Yeah. What were you, what did you have for your top three? 
Wait, you say you only said two of them. I only said two. Okay, the other ones that I had were I actually really love the well scene. I do too. When she finally goes down in the well and she, you know, you know, has Samara's body and lays her to rest or whatever. I also love the Logan Roy scene. That oh, whole he, thing when she goes to his house. Yeah, and my question for you. Did he Do you go, really need that much dude, shit in the bathroom? I wrote that down. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like, bro, you need like one toaster, not like 50 electronic devices. The guy well, went to fucking Joe, Best Buy metaphor. to kill himself. <laughs> hey, guys, walk in my hall. Oh, my Just wanna God. Just want to really make sure that this is going to work. Seriously, um, fucking overachiever. Like, damn, he had like a flat screen TV in there, a microwave, fucking toaster. <laughs> it's like, ah, get the fucking uh, air fryer. Wait, I was going to say the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's not an accident that she's watching a tape of Samara and he literally takes the TV and does it with that TV. It's very profound, really. Correct, correct. Yeah, Um, I like that scene a lot. I like uh, basically everything you said I wrote down. Uh, the well scene, oh, the reveal sorry. of her backstory, the twists. Oh, uh, two scenes I, I said that you did not write down. Um, her nightmare scene where she like pulls hair out of her throat. Oh, what a classic. Good scene. Amazing scene. Like just That's been copied so many times. Oh, it's so good though. I love it a lot. Uh, and then ac- the actual tape when she actually watched it for the first time. The tape itself, it's fucking creepy. It's scary. Yeah, it is. I know. I wonder who put it together. <coughs> it's like you're in my head because i wrote down what modern director would have directed this movie this fucking tape that uh she watches that's a great question is it lars von Trier? who just did a uh, aggro drift oh fucking harmony Har- harmony kareen <laughs> maybe yeah maybe him uh yeah but the, the lars tape von Trier is a good but lars von Trier is is always less abstract than i think he's gonna be that's fair you know what i mean is it a lynch is it lynchian it's a bit lynchian samara definitely knows her lynch she knows her lynch yeah the tape itself though the tape or is it i think samara i think i think what samara is (sighs) is like it's derived from like a a legend of some spirit who can like imprint images from their mind onto things onto a vhs tape yeah, so these are just like images from her mind. How do you get that power? Yeah, chest tape. Uh, I don't know, skill issue. You just you're guess, born with it. I guess so. Skill issue. Or you get killed in a well, I guess. But no, uh, but she had the power. So this is actually, I'll hold that thought. Okay. Um, who would? Well, who do you? Okay, which director? I think Lynch. Lynch is a good choice. Or Lynch or Harmony Corinne. For, Harmony for sure. Corinne. <laughs> I think that's but good. the tape itself is is fairly it's scary. Like there's a nail being yeah. punctured. There's fucking like a big yeah. ass centipede, and there's like a fingers in a box. It's gross, dude. It's gross. And they were like all the the time with their where they're like, oh, this shot in the mirror, like you would be able to see the cameraman. I'm like classic trick. Classic, classic. <laughs> yeah, whoever you guys made don't know that how they uh, do the mirror shot. <laughs> whoever whoever made the movie has a very bright future in uh, in Hollywood. <laughs> In 2023. Um, okay. What, what about bottom three? Can we talk about it? Um, we can talk about it. Bottom three was a little bit tougher Oh, come on. There's me. one scene. What? Um, oh. Uh, I don't know if I quite know what you're talking about. Okay. Bottom scene. 
the horse on the ferry scene. Don't. Joe, why, get why, real. Why are we watching a horse jump off a boat and get fucking crushed <laughs> by that boat's propeller? I'll spoil. I'll spoil <laughs> one of my letterbox reviews too, because it's like, why? Oh wait, I don't think I even screenshotted it, but it was one of my favorite ones. They're just like, "What's up with this movie and horses? Like, what's <laughs> up with the horse? Like, what is up with the horses?" There's a lot of horses. I find horses scary. They are scary. So. I don't know. I guess the whole I know the whole point of that scene I guess was what the horse is scared of her cuz she has the curse and then the horse gets yeah like chopped it's up so, by the propeller. Yeah, it's so freaked out. It jumps off the ferry. Did you, first of all, back up. Did you remember this scene even happens? No. I not, not until there were so many well because I've stayed away from this movie like the fucking plague my entire <laughs> life. There was so uh, I mean this movie's fucking cursed, dude. And I had forgotten so many scenes. I mean, there are the ones that like really imprint in your head. Yeah. Pun intended kind of. Wow. Um, Skill issue. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered the fairy scene, but when the ho- I forgot the entire thing with the horse and I was like also, it weirdly, like, didn't look that bad for no, 2002. it didn't look bad at all. I'm like, did they really have a horse, like, crush a car? Because this <laughs> looks pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. The horse looked good. And then it jumps off the ferry. And then everybody's, like, watching it drown. And then it's gone. And they all go to the back of the boat. And there's fucking all you see is blood. Like, what the yeah. fuck? But the blood is the same shot from the tape. So I'm like, oh, time is a flat circle? Time- oh, maybe. Maybe it is. I don't know. That part know. was a little bit like, does the dog die.com is probably having a fucking field day with this movie. <laughs> do any horses die? How much fucking time do you have? <laughs> says, do any horses jump off a ferry, drown, and they get chopped up by a propeller? <laughs> well, actually, yes, there's at least one. You're like, oh my God, I've been searching for years. <laughs> But other I than like that, the horse scene. Other than that scene, I, I feel like this movie flows so well. There's really no scene that doesn't feel like it fits or like it's not serving right. a purpose. I, oh man, I fucking love this movie. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Why does no one talk about this? What do you have in your bottom three? Anything? People, actors, scenes, moments? I didn't really, like, I think my only thing that was a negative for me is... I have one more. That I think there are... There are a couple. There are some unanswered questions that I think kind of bothered me by the end with Samara's backstory. Like, do you think she where did her mom? they get her? Do we think she killed her mom? How did her mom die again? She ki- Oh, she she jumped off the ledge. She killed herself as well. Well, hold on. Does her mom die? So what we yeah, know is yeah. Because remember, it said the horse breeder committed suicide, and then it flashes to the the part in the in the movie in the video where she you know falls off the edge of the cliff wait that's isn't that samara's adopted mom though oh you're talking biological mom so we know that she gets See, adopted that's t that's t and i can't remember if they said like the mom was killed and they took her or they just straight up took her well, so that would be interesting if she is cursed like that because they did something sus. Well, that's what my thought her. was. That's what it alluded to, right? So either you can go out, you can you can go down two roads. One, they took her in like in a sussy way 
where they like killed her mom. <laughs> sussy baka. In a sussy baka way, they killed her mom <laughs> or like stole her from her mom. Something like that. And then so Samara's cursed that family. Or or Samara is just evil incarnate, killed her own mom, and they just unfortunately picked the one fucking demon child and brought him back to Seattle. Uh I I think <clears throat> They did something sus. Okay. Um, I haven't seen Ring think? 2 in uh, probably uh, more than a decade. Oh, or, oh does it answer rings. things? I don't know. Yeah. What happened to Samara's mom? Uh, the Ring 2. One night, she attempted to drown Samara, but the nuns took the little girl away from her arms. From her, she's believed to be insane because she claims her daughter is not human and fully evil. She's locked away in a mental institution and died before she sees the day Samara comes at rest. So it sounds like Samara was evil the whole time. Wow. I know that. I think that is so shocking that, you know, with the twist, it's like, even though there was this little girl that you like set free or whatever, she's just straight up evil and she just wants to cause suffering. Yeah. Locked away in a mental institution and dies there. She was locked away wow. because she was trying to kill Samara because she thought Samara was evil. It's you know you know what this is. This is exactly what? like fucking dead silence. What's the fucking main girl's name? <laughs> uh, Mary Shaw. Mary Shaw. We all you know like we it, the movie makes it sound like she might be innocent. Nope, Mary Shaw's just fucking evil. She's True. just a fucking evil person. Samara is just Beware evil. Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. Beware of the stare. Okay, well, anyways. What a random connection you've just made, but I true. Know. It's true. What? Uh, so here, my <laughs> other bottom was... Uh, oh, yeah. The child actor, the kid who plays fucking... What's, what's the kid's name again? Aiden? Oh, yeah, that was one of the, that was another thing Joe texted me. He was like, the creepiest thing about this movie is the kid. I Dude, think he's cute. I think he's a fucking weirdo. I think he he's is... He's so... You think he's what? I, I'm going to save it for later. I have something for this later. I think he's the sixth sense coded. No, don't don't compare him to Haley Joel Osment. Actually, Not, but we're, it's like... we're here. We're here. You ready for this? I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I'm going to bring up another famous kid from a horror movie. You tell me if they're <laughs> scarier or creepier than fucking Aiden from The Ring. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Who is creepier, Aiden or The Shining Twins? The Shining Twins. That's no, Aiden. It's Aiden. <laughs> Who is creepier? I think that he is creepy, but I, like, like him. The kid, like, fucking, like, he, he's just, like, stares the whole time. And then he's, he's like, those big eyes. watching the tape. He's like, oh, I couldn't sleep, so I just turned this on. Okay, weirdo. Turn on, like, the most he's random video tape. He's just a kid. He I, knew. It's I don't like, like he that knew. he, like, put on a suit by himself, and he's, like, doing his tie in the mirror. <laughs> I don't like oh, that. yeah, and then he did that weird shit with her dress. I'm like, um... Yeah, he's like, it's a little wrinkled. I'm like, oh, okay, fucking weirdo. I know that was a weird. That was a weird moment where I'm like, is he possessed? But no, he's just weird. Kids who get ready like that on their own is weird. Too weird. <laughs> uh, who's? I think you just don't like kids. Nah. Who's creepier, Reagan or the, the Aiden from the Ring? Aiden. Gage Creed, the little kid from Pet Cemetery. Or Aiden. Oh my God, Gage. Okay, I, I agree with that. <laughs> what about Georgie from It? Oh my! Not Georgie. You think you don't think Georgie is, is scary? 
No. Well, when he's possessed by Pennywise, and he's like, you'll float down here. We'll float down here. Still no. He's so adorable. Okay. And his little boots. Uh, what about uh, little uh, young Mike Myers before he turns into adult Mike Myers? Remember the beginning of Halloween? Aiden. Dude, I'm telling you, Aiden's a scary kid. <laughs> he might be right. He's creepy. He's creepy. But he's he's based. You say he's based? I don't know. He's based like he just always knew what the deal was. But I'm also kind of like, why wouldn't you tell your mom? Yeah, true. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on. You ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Funniest letterbox reviews? You go first. Okay. I wrote down. So this is where all the sheriff you want to die tonight Facebook posts come from. <laughs> is it though? Um, It could be. So, 2002 is pre-Facebook. Way pre-Facebook, by the way. Wait, like 10 years pre-Facebook. This is like even pre-MySpace years. This is definitely like probably contributes to email chains. Like why email chains are like, make sure to email this to 10 people or you'll die tonight. Right. I think this probably contributes to that culture. I totally agree with you because I can't really think of anything else that had this much of an, an impact. In terms of like tech and curses. Yeah, curses. Okay. The other one I wrote down was uh, no one. And then it says Anna Morgan. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to die till I can't no more. (laughs) Wait, fuck. I never saw that one. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) I'm going to take my horse to the the old town road. Fuck, I don't know, man. Maybe. (laughs) Is Gore Verbinski a horse girl? Maybe. 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 Uh, last one I wrote down was, I like how they turned it into a pyramid scheme at the end. <laughs> I have that one too. Uh, it's, it's so, so true. Funny. Yeah. But anyway. I know it is. It's it's so just odd how she's like, okay, son, let's make a new tape and then we can curse someone else. Literally. Would like, you? Oh, here's a question. What? Would you, would you do it? Would you make a copy and pass it on to the next person or would you nobly die? Because they, they could just watch it. Oh, she does mainly. I, f- I feel like she didn't have the sun. She could just watch it, burn it, and then, like, it'd be over, right? Uh, What do you mean, watch it and burn it? Like, burn the tape, burn all the copies of tape, and if she's the last one to watch it and she dies, it's over. Yeah, but you'd have to die. Yeah. Uh,. I feel like if you had two people, you could be like the keepers of the curse. And once a week, you just ch- change it to the next person. Forever. Oh, you mean like like on like the sixth day, I give you the tape and then you watch it. And then for six days. Six is cutting it a little close. Okay, so it's five, like day four. <laughs> four or five days. And then I watch it and back and forth. Yeah. Damn. Did we just find That'd the loophole really in brave. Samara's plan? Yeah, I think... Holy shit, wait, yeah. Wow. God, you gotta think these through, Samara. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Maybe it does suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could literally just do that. Just keep keep it between two people. Or, here's a thought. Do you do like a... Have you ever watched the anime Death Note? No. Okay, well, what if you choose people who are evil and like slip oh. the tape in their v- v- like VCR and make them watch it like randomly a night so like you're just killing bad guys elon musk what? uh what's your p.o box yeah elon musk <laughs> i'm gonna send to you 
check this video out? Maybe. That would be good. That would also be a little vigilante yeah. action. Sounds like a good spinoff huh. in the works. Get Gore on the phone. There are options here. Get Gore on the phone. All yeah. Right. Did you have any other reviews? No, I wrote those all down. What about you? I had the two. The two up at the top are really good. They're up there for a reason, but just about... The Brat account said the story of a woman who only has seven days to analyze the meaning of an avant-garde experimental art film. <laughs> Just take a cinema studies class, girl. <laughs> Amazing. And someone, oh, this one, tag yourself. I'm me thinking Nicole Kidman was in this instead of Naomi Watts for some reason, which is so true because every time I see a poster with Naomi Watts on it, I think it's Nicole Kidman. I mean, there's just two lovely blonde white women who have also dabbled in horror. Um, I get that. Yes. I can see that the confusion. I just they feel like I just, Naomi Watts is so. I don't know. What, I want to say she's famous for these remakes, but she's been in the Ring remake. She was in the Funny Games remake. She was in last year. Mommy. She was in the fucking Goodnight Good Mommy, Mommy remake. Yeah, she's a remake queen. Oh, I haven't seen the Funny Games remake. Oh, yeah, that was another one because I saw the Funny Games poster and I was like, oh, that one I was like, Kristen Stewart is in the Funny Games remake? Oh, yeah, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. But it was Naomi Watts. She is so stunning in in this one, in the ring. I and know. And her performance is really great. She's great in this. She's amazing in this. I love her in She's this. very talented. Thank you, David Lynch, for discovering her. Seriously. Okay. Kind of officially. Uh, cold but take, that was warm it. take, hot take? Uh, do you want to go first? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Cold take. I found this movie less scary because of Scary Movie 3. Don't know if that's a hot wow. take or not. But it really, it like, the kid in, in Scary Movie 3 is so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> there are so many, <coughs> excuse me. There are so many scenes in Scary Movie 3 with the kid where, like, the kid gets hit by, like, a ceiling fan and goes flying or, like, uh-huh. There's just like the kid's so dumb and so funny. So watching this, like it took a lot of me not to like laugh. Even the beginning scene in Scary Movie Three, the beginning scene is like it's really dumb, but it's like Pamela Anderson and like they're like in short skirts and stuff. But like watching that and then like watching The Ring again, it's like that's all I can remember. It's like Scary Movie Three. So that was kind of a bummer, but that's my cold take. No, that's fair. And I think a lot of people probably, yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people who saw the bit from Scary Movie 3 before they ever saw The Ring. Oh, yeah. And it is, I think it's a compliment to have your movie spoofed in the Scary Movie series in some ways. Um, I mean, clearly they're picking movies that have like such huge cultural impacts. So it's like, in a way, it's an honor. In a way. Uh, Warm take. take? The boy is scarier than, uh, creepier than Samara. Aiden? Aiden is scarier and creepier than Samara? Yeah. I don't agree. Okay. But All right. doesn't surprise me. Hot take. I wonder what the ro- roomies I want to hear. Oh, yeah. Roomies got to let us know. You think Aiden is scarier, creepier than Samara? <laughs> than Samara. I'm sure some people will agree with me. Probably. Hot take. You Hot ready? Hot take? Yep. Samara is a top three female icon horror villain. Top three? Top three. Here you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so many questions. Similar, similar to earlier, I'm going to read you a famous female villain, and you tell me if they're more or less iconic than Samara. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. The Orphan. Uh, less. Keyword here is iconic, I think. Iconic. Right, right. 
Uh, Regan? Ooh, honestly? Wait, so I, I'm saying the orphan is less iconic than Samara, just to be clear. I think that Regan herself might be less iconic. I agree. I agree with that. Because you, everyone knows the ring, like, hair over the face exactly. situation. Exactly. You know? I mean, Especially, you, when you go yeah. to a swimming pool... You're not pretending to be Reagan when you get out of the water. You're pretending to be Samara. I was going to say, you have not lived if you've not put your hair over your face <laughs> and tried to scare your siblings at the neighborhood pool. It's <laughs> really true. It's really true. So else, is this a spoiler that uh, the oh. exorcist believer did not make Reagan a villain? Did not make Reagan a villain? Yeah. I think, yeah, maybe answering that would be a spoiler. Damn it. Okay. I'll see you soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about what about Carrie? Ooh, I think that Carrie might be also less iconic. I agree. I agree. I agree. What about the evil deadite from Evil Dead? Her name was Mia, but I don't know. Oh, her name is Mia. I think it's Mia. Yeah. Wait, that's so interesting. That makes sense now. Why her name is Mia in Evil Dead twenty thirteen? Um. Less, she's less iconic, though, sadly. What about uh, Pamela Voorhees, Freddy, Jason, or not Freddy, I put Freddy, but Jason Voorhees' mom from Friday 13th? Oh, less iconic. What about Pearl? Good picks, though. Less iconic. What about Luke? Though, Lu- depending on which Gen Zer you ask, I they know, don't even right? know who Smar is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I, I would say they still do, though. Probably. every Yeah, everyone probably knows, like the the image of her yeah okay what about lupita nyong'o and us Ooh, ah lupita nyong'o is everything but less iconic tony collette and hereditary oh she's getting up there honestly she is she is but but is she a horror villain Mm, for like the last 10 minutes fair but less iconic yeah kathy bates as a annie wilkes from misery She's also up there, but less iconic. Uh, that's all I got. Really? For female icons? I'm thinking icons? like female horror icons. What about uh, like, uh, what's Chucky's girl there? Oh, Tiffany Tiff. Yeah. Mm, I still say less, but up there. I'd say also maybe like. Uh, the alien I don't know, do people not. From Aliens? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, honestly. Female horror villains. I mean, there are so many. Jennifer from Jennifer's Body. She yeah. counts. Yeah, she counts, but l- definitely less. Uh oh, yeah. I guess. I guess less. Is is Mara top the Bride one? of Frankenstein? Oh, fuck the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> she ain't got shit on Samara. Is she, is she the most iconic? female horror like the image of a female horror villain do i think so wow this is kind of a crazy revelation yeah what about amanda from saw sounds pretty iconic amanda from saw she's a queen she deserves it she does but she's, but she's not just she's not. not top one i just felt so, oh my god something just fell in my apartment oh i do not like that i'm sweating <laughs> um annabelle oh. does annabelle oh. count Annabelle does count, but she's not. Is she Samara iconic? Now there was a female pinhead. Ooh, the nun. 
the nun, Valak. Valak. I still think They're Samara tops there. them all. I honestly think that Samara does top them all. Wow. Wow. Why does no one talk about this? Give her, her flowers. This is this is pretty amazing. I'm also coming to the revelation that she's probably top one. Wow. Anyway, that was my hot take. I we guess need it's not to spread hot anymore. the gospel. I know. No, I think that is a hot take though. People because people have their personal favorites that they would fight for, you know. True. But I true. think you're right. All right. Wow. That's my cold take, warm take, hot take. What's yours? Um, okay. My cold take. This one came from one of my IMDB facts. My cold take is that I think the ring, the the title of the ring either is meant to or should be the ring from the of the well. Like when the top of the well closes and you see the ring of light. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So my question for you is if you had to pick, because I read this IMDb fact, um, although the meaning of the title, The Ring, is ambiguous, Koji Suzuki, the author of the original novel, always intended it to mean the cyclical nature of the plot rather than the phone ringing. And I was like, oh, I didn't interpret it to be either of those. I Neither did I. What is so? I was gonna ask if you had to pick which one the oh. title meant. What well, does it mean to you? I like that the intention was the cyclical nature of the movie, which it definitely has that cyclical nature to it. I'd never thought the phone ever, if I'm being honest. Me either, right? But isn't that so obvious once you hear it? Yeah, now I feel kind of dumb for not thinking it's of the like phone. You get the ring, but I always also thought the the well. The, like the the light the ring of light because i mean clearly that's the image that we see the most is like that is the ring is it's the the well closing hmm. yeah that's like what's on the poster exactly and it is kind of this big moment of realization when she's in the well and finding wow that's such a great moment i love that moment yeah oh wow what a what a question yeah i think of the well, well i never think of the phone yeah never think of the phone even the cyclical nature of the plot i mean you don't you wouldn't really call that like the ring but that did make get me thinking of it in like a like a modern setting and how it is kind of about like i love the line where logan Roy, or brian cox is his name right I, I hear him okay yeah brian cox is like what is it with you reporters like essentially like you take you know people's suffering and people's tragedy and just you know force it onto people like you know pass it on to the next person and it is about this, like, you know, the 24-hour news cycle and how we're constantly consuming all of this information that in, in, in you know, organic world wouldn't even be ours. And just we share it and we repost it. And it's just like this ongoing cycle of us just being attached to technology like that. I think it, I think it has almost become more poignant of a title for it to be about, you know, the cyclical nature of like seven days. I agree. And seven days is a full week. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. Opening my third eye. I had that the ring is the well to me. Okay. My warm take, top five best shot horror movies of the 2000s. And I was going to say maybe like the 2010s. I'm going to say all of it. Do you have like other, what, what, do you have any other movies in the top five you can mention? Um... That's a good question. I was looking them up. I mean, I think since 2000, there aren't a ton. I mean, you can think Signs. of movies like The Witch. Yeah, so Signs is up there. 
Signs of the um, I don't know, Hereditary, The Witch, or obviously like all Jordan Peele's movies <laughs> are very beautiful. Probably Nope. People, a lot of people had Nope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But wow. something ring, about The Ring. Five. I mean, the way that Gore Verbinski like frames a lot of the shots, like, you know, the shot where she like steps out onto her balcony and all the apartments are around her. Yeah, she's like looking at other people in the apartments. Yeah. And yeah. just that image of her just kind of swallowed up by that massive apartment complex. I don't know. There are so many. And just like every every time someone's like looking into the glow of the TV and the cinematography, I think there are very few modern horror films that have such a distinct and such like a gorgeous look to them. So that was my warm take. I agree with that. Um, my hot take, and this is really not a fair hot take for me to be making, but I think it is worth saying because I think a lot of people think this, that I think it is better than the Japanese original. Okay. I think that it's a, maybe a better movie overall. I think it's sometimes less scary than the original. That's fair. But I think overall it's a better movie. I agree. Yeah, and I think I think just the way that Gore Verbinski kind of like brought the themes or kind of I don't know mess with the themes a little bit was really great. Um, but I, I think it is not fair because it is so much a shot for shot remake that it's like sure it's better, but like it takes so much from the original that you know I don't know if that's really fair. But a lot no, of people I, do. I think that's fair. Have I think that's very take. fair. Okay. Those are good ones. Cold take, warm take, hot take. I, I, that's like my, my new favorite segment in this podcast, by the way. I know. I like that a lot. It really makes you... It's Yeah, it's a good challenge. Intrusive thoughts. I honestly have or talked about all of them. Let me double check. Brian Cox goes a little overkill on the electricity. Uh, Gore Verbinski. When the world needed him most, he vanished. He's the fucking avatar. Where is he at? Uh, that's all I got. I got everything. Do you have anything else? I'm trying to look. Oh, I don't know why it was like a jump scare to me that Aiden was Josh's son. Yeah, I don't really understand the point of like making that a part of the twist. It, it, I don't think it added anything to the movie. I don't like it takes away from the movie either, but it just was like a weird like, I wonder if they intended to be like, oh, this oh my God moment. Aiden's Aiden is the, the son of Noah, but that never like... It was not that big of a deal to me. I don't know. Oh, is his name Noah? Yeah, the 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 adult is Noah. The kid is Aiden. Oh, okay. Yes, that he's Noah's son. I have Josh. Sometimes I'll just put random names. Oh, he's <laughs> a I, white like, guy. Fucking don't know Josh. The name off the top of my Connor, head. <laughs> okay, Hunter. Noah's son. It's fucking some yes. white person name. I know he's he's literally just like some white guy. Some white but guy. But yeah. I, it was a bit of a fun surprise to me because I was like, because again, it was something that I'd like forgotten about. But yeah, I thought that was just kind of like random. And then they kind of start to like, it like brings them together. And I was like, oh, it's nice. It's like bringing them together as they like bring her peace or whatever. And then the movie's like, just kidding. Just kidding. You're dead. No, it's not a happy ending at all. Yeah, that kind of fucks that. That's we, a cool moment. I really want to add a category to, or like a segment to this podcast called How Convenient. Because it is, how convenient is it? Is it that Noah is like a fucking like artist who knows how to like splice movies and like <laughs> can like look at a VHS tape and know where it comes from? It's like, 
the convenience of his career is very funny to me. That's a good idea because it's made even more how convenient because, I mean, it was like it was her niece that had the tape, which makes sense because that's how it gets to her. But I thought at the beginning it's like, oh, she just has this friend that she doesn't know very well who happens to know VHS tapes. But it's like, oh, no, it's her literal ex-husband and father. Yeah, that's why it's like not even like someone she went to knowing that he knows VHS. Like, oh, it's the father of my child, like conveniently can like tell me details about vhs tapes yeah maybe we'll uh do a how convenient for the future episodes Uh, i like that scare level one to ten i'm really curious to see what you do for this one oh scare level one to ten seven point five seven point five what would you say this thing's scary i wrote down seven point five exactly on the are you for real i swear to god seven point five I think that the movie does a really good job creating this tension almost immediately from the cold opening until Naomi Watts watches the videotape herself. Like, until that moment, I think the tension's fairly palpable. You know, the the mystery itself is intense. And even though there's, like, no big jump scares, because, like, Samara is, is a woman of her word. She's not attacking... Uh, not, she's not attacking at Naomi Watts during the seven days. Like she's increasingly getting like closer to her, but she's not like hurting her or anything. And so it doesn't get intense till maybe the nightmare scene. But other than that, it's a mm. you know it, it does a good job just having this tension there, and I really like that about it. So I, I think seven and a half is good. It's not like overly scary with some imagery. You know the the, the faces of the the victims. We don't see them get like disfigured. And for both faces, they're like they're cut, they're quick cuts. Like even when Noah dies, mm-hmm. it's a quick cut to his face. It's not like a we see him get killed. So it's a seven point five feels fair. Right. Well said. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's because it, it scares you so much in other ways. I'd say the the hair out of the throat thing, that's become like a more it's become kind of a more cliched thing to happen in horror movies and is one of those more like classic scares because uh-huh. it's happening to her but i think it, it's so scary like the moment where she sees noah and she's in the hallway and she sees his like assistant girlfriend going up it's like she knows that she's about to go up and see him like that yeah but she's just so scared out of her wits that she just like hides away and just looks like so traumatized. And yeah, even like the how the picture like their faces get distorted in in pictures is super creepy. So yeah, I think that stuff is scary is scary in and of itself. Do you think so people like Gen Z now who watch this what do you think they would give it like a 5, 6? Ugh, yeah, probably. A bunch of losers. That's why I say a bunch of losers. <laughs> We've gotten too, like, uh, I don't know, horror is, like, too overexposed right now, I think. I think that's, that's a problem. I think too many people expect, like, gratuitous violence uh, or, like, jump scares galore or, like, over-the-top type of imagery to really scare you. And if it's not doing any of those three, it's boring. It's not yeah. worth your time. And I think that's pretty unfortunate. And I think there's this notion of like yeah just not giving it credit it's like an older movie from 2002 
I think this is like what you might categorize into elevated horror. Like if Whoa, if A twenty four made so. this today, oh my god, of course. There's like so much you can read into this movie. Okay, and I, I think if A twenty four made this today, people would be like, oh my god, it's shit. such a commentary. Yeah, it's such a style, like a visual style to it. It has. Yeah, that's my favorite part about this movie is that it has like a signature style to it. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like a studio cooked it in their lab and put it into theaters. It feels like Gore Verbinski was like, I'm going to make right. a fucking horror movie the way I want to make it. And they let him make it. Exactly. Like, it feels like it's happening in its own in its own world. And it's not – yeah, it's not trying to be, like, hyper-realistic, you know? I feel like that's another problem Yeah, yeah. with a lot of studio horror films right now. All right. Uh, tier list, F through S, where's it going? Uh, I think I know where I'm putting it. Do you I know, know? I, I know, yeah. Want to count down? On go. Three, two, one, go. A tier? A. Hell A-tier. yeah. A tier. Fuck yeah. The ring is Catch an A-tier me on a movie. different day, I, I'll say S. But wow. I think I think A tier is right. I think A tier is right. I agree. I'm A tier. All right. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we're in agreement on this. So from Juan, are you ready to listen to it, Sydney? I'm so ready. I'm excited. Okay, I'm going to play it real quick. Hello. Juan here. <laughs> I want to call in because The Ring is one of my favorite horror movies. Really? I love its color, the atmosphere, the sound design, and just how unsettling every second of it is. There's just an overwhelming sense of dread throughout the whole thing. And I love that the world of this movie just feels disgusting and twisted and old. Everyone's creepy. It's great. Juan gets it. I do Juan have a bias <laughs> with how creepy it is because I first saw this when I was 12, 12, 11 or 12. I went to my very first uh, boy-girl Halloween party without any adult <laughs> present. Oh, and, of course, someone suggested a scary movie, and they popped in the DVD for the ring classic needless to say that was a very long night uh for me staring at my closet and not getting a second of sleep (laughs) so my question is what is the first scary movie party you remember the first time you or your friends gathered around a tv for a scary movie not something cute but something you probably should not be watching um so thank us this is uh, an amazing question. Thanks, Juan. That's Juan, a great question. Thank you so much. This is, I have an answer. Immediately, I knew the answer. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. When I was uh, like 13 or 14, uh, I went to a like a party. It I, I was, I went with my friend. We went to a, uh, his family party. Not my family, but I was, he was my best friend. So like they felt like family. But anyways, we went to like his extended family's party at their house. There were so many people there. And I had a crush on his cousin. And she was maybe oh. a year older than me. So she was, I was like 13. She was like 14. Maybe maybe even two wow. years older than me. But I had a crush <laughs> on her. Uh, and I, you, know, I, you know what? I kind of think she had a crush on me too. But, you know, that's you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> and so the older... More Joe Lord today. I know, right? The older kids, you know, the the 13 to 16-year-olds... To uh, we were in uh, one of the the bedrooms, you know, or like the living room, like a den, away from the party. The party was in the backyard, and you know, bounce house. All the adults out there drinking and eating. So all the teenagers were in the den, and we we're like all you know talking. And I'm trying to act cool in front of this girl, and 
uh, they're like, we should put a scary movie on. And I, you know, I'm 13, but I'm terrified of scary movies at this point in my life. I'm like not experienced in them. I'm not like, I haven't really watched many of them. And so they decided to put on, and I'm not, and I want to make it very clear because the director is now a literal criminal, but they decided to put on Jeepers Creepers, which is uh, the first one. I I hate the guy. The director's a piece of shit, but the first one is actually decent. And they put that movie on and I was terrified, but I I sat next to the girl I had a crush on uh, and like, you know, I didn't like make any moves on her because I was 13 years old. But like I sat next to her and the whole time I would I, I watched most of the movie through like through my eyes and my hands because I was very scared. But that's the first time I watched that movie in that night. Dude, I could not sleep when I finally went home that <laughs> night. It was the only thing I could think about. I, I could not think of anything else. I couldn't sleep for like it felt like days. The movie scared the shit out of me. And uh, that is that's my story. Jeepers Creepers is the first one I watched wow. at a party. You were ready to tell that story. I've been waiting to tell that story for years. My, my unfortunately, my best friend is not a patron. Uh, it's okay, Marcus. I'm not, <laughs> don't blame you for not being a patron. She like asked you out the next day, but you were just so sleep deprived and like going insane. I know, right? Well, I you didn't even. I, I remember asking my best friend. I was like, "Hey, Marcus, like, you know, Nicole ask about me at all?" <laughs> she did not ask about me, but that's okay, guys. <laughs> That's okay. I'm happily married now. But wow. anyways, it was it was uh that was like a very vivid memory of watching Jeepers Creepers with, with a bunch Jeepers of other kids Creepers. my age and and my crush at the time. So anyways, that's my story. I've never seen Jeepers Creepers. First one's good, you know. Second one is decent. The I heard the newest one is is complete shit, which makes sense. Yeah, but. there are a lot of them. Anyways, that's my story. Good story. Let's hear yours. I don't know if I have a good follow-up to that. Like, I don't know why I don't have memories of being in, like, a big group and watching a, a horror movie at, like, an age where I wasn't supposed to. I have a – I will never forget my memory like that is that I saw Abe Lincoln – Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter on a group movie date. With my crush. Oh, that's good. A guy who I ended up dating for a year in the eighth grade or like seventh Whoa, grade. Whoa, that's, that's, that's some serious commitment for an eighth grader. Yeah. Thanks. He has me <laughs> blocked on everything now. Oh, my God. And he has since eighth grade. <laughs> wow. Did you break up with him or did he break up with you? I broke up with him. And well, you know what? You I did it the day before Valentine's Day, too. Wow. And wow. that was really hard. Well, that was a really hard decision for me because I knew it had to be done. And I was like, I don't want to accept a gift and then do it and like fake my way through Valentine's Day and then do okay. it. Isn't that's, that kind of fucked up? That's fair. That is that is the, the right thing so, to do is, is to do that. Yeah, that's why I did that. But he's a good, he was a good kid. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Does he still have you blocked now? Yeah, he still does. Well, you fucked that guy up. Apparently. He was he was really hurt by that. Clearly, oh my god. <laughs> Eighth grade, dude. I dude, I don't know. Oh, that was People that is a, sensitive. That is a crazy um, time for a teenager, I guess. But anyways, okay, all right. <laughs> wow. Anyways, we saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Is that a horror movie? I feel like that's kind of like horror, horror comedy. Action. Horror action, yeah. Horror comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best theater experiences of my life. Like I could, I was like so thrilled about that movie. And I still have a soft spot for it today. But otherwise, 
yeah, I don't have a ton of like scary movie memories. Maybe I didn't watch scary movies with my friends. It was mostly with my mom and my sister. Like Got it. it. Big, big time with it. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I remember watching when I was very young. Uh-huh. We'll watch that with the roomies um, soon. Yeah, so only in my in my older years have I had fun like watching stuff. Like uh, a Serbian film with my friends is now what's wow. happening for That's me. That's what you do now. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, but yeah, that, on that I note. Think, like, yeah, well, the, I mean, The Ring, I, it seems like me and Juan have similar feelings about the ring that we watched it so young and it had like such a great impact on us so that's a good that's a really good prompt for all the roomies. oh my gosh like, yes the roomies please yeah, tell us friends, in the comments growing up <laughs> would you Everyone's watch with your friends the party with your crush i need to know did you break up with these your partner before valentine's <laughs> day afterwards you know what you should do sydney is is once this episode goes live i hope you send them this link and like say hey I thought about you the other day, and I talked about you the other day. Here's a link to the conversation. Please pay three dollars to listen to it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's fine. He's been in a very happy relationship for a long time, so exactly. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll leave him be. All right, all right. Yeah, I don't want to dig up any old wounds, but <laughs> I don't. I wonder if anyone I went to high school with is on our Patreon because they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> you should post it and say like, "Hey, I talked about this person. Listen to the story." <laughs> Guys, tell him to unblock me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Ruby's. Let us know. Please. I think it says a lot about a person. I think so too. It it really when you watch it during in those formative years, you're kind of defined by those horror movies. Yeah, I agree. On that note, uh, this is a perfect way to end our episode on the ring. I made it with my horse voice, my my horse gross voice. I made it to the end. You did. At your ho- horse, you say? <gasps> horse? Jump off a ferry? <laughs> what? <laughs> Cut by propellers? What? Yes. Everyone say, good job, Joe. Yes, please. Um, Give me the pat on the back. I kind of need it, but... You definitely deserve it, especially because you really should be resting right now since you have a b- your big Seattle trip coming up. True. I'll be good in the next two days, so I'm not too worried about it, but... I roomies, can't wait to see Joe and Clara content. We're going to see Joe and Clara selfies very soon. Yay. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Sydney and Clara are doing a duo news episode this weekend. So be Hell excited yeah. about that. That's an exciting moment. And uh, next week we'll be talking about what movie? Candyman. Candyman. Man, My first a, time watching. Perfect movie. I love that movie so much. Uh, Candyman. I can't wait. And then we're also going to get the Johnny uh, Johnny Carps ranking video out to you as a bonus episode. Yes. Probably sometime late next week. So. Be on the lookout for that. Indeed. Sydney, any final words? Um, I don't know. Just the ring is really good. If you don't believe us, watch it again. Watch it for yourself. I feel like you will agree. And yeah, I think I think I think a lot of people did watch it when they were younger, and it is so worth revisiting. revisiting. It's like a totally different movie. I watching agree it now, completely. Yeah, revisit yeah. if you haven't yet. Stay it's a really ring. fun Halloween watch. So. Enjoy. It is a fun Halloween watch. It is. I don't think it's like too scary, but like enough to get you in the mood. I agree. Good atmosphere. Perfect. All right. Well, roomies, we'll see you next week. Prepare for some news, Candyman, and of course, a lot of anime. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, sickos.